Welcome to the Twins Talk It Up podcast, where my identical twin brother and I share our thoughts and provide solutions for executives and professionals who want to become masters of speaking and communicating so that they can maximize their influence and impact. Yes, we are identical twins who happen to also be public speakers, executive coaches, and sales leaders. Our company, DSB Leadership Group, focuses on equipping leaders who want to speak with confidence and authority, all while using their authentic voice. Here on the Twins Talk It Up podcast, we present topics about communication and leadership from our perspective as individuals and as twins. Welcome to the Twins Talk It Up podcast. I want to welcome you to another episode of the Twins Talk It Up podcast. My twin brother and I are honored to have our next guest on. He's the CEO and founder of Futuring. Jerome J.B. Bethay, affectionately known as the wizard by his clients, has dedicated his life to helping people achieve alignment by removing mental blocks. His background is as a pre-medical exercise physiology or physiologist. He's an actor, voiceover artist. He's done things with Cartoon Network. He's been a part of motion capture for video games. He is an entrepreneur, a director, and yes, a producer of films. JB, welcome to the program. Hey, thanks for having me. Thank you for having me. I appreciate being here. <laughs> well, we love the fact that you could come on and share with our audience about your focus, about your passion. I want to share with everybody today, we're about to go featuring. You might be asking, what is this all about? Well, JB is going to share about his passion and his work so that we all can get into alignment with our lives and where we need to go. So I'm thrilled about it, JB. I'm passionate about what you're doing. I'm passionate about what we're doing. We're glad to have you on the Twins Talk It Up program. <laughs> it's great, man. You guys have some great energy. Like I said, from my view, I've got I've got David up top, Dana in the bottom. I'm in good company. I'm covered with, with positivity. <laughs> uh, this is Danny. So from time to time, we're going to go ahead and chime in when we do. We'll let you know who's speaking because Dave and I tend to sound alike at times. But as we normally say on all of our podcasts, if you did not catch who was speaking, just listen to the speech. If it's eloquent and polished, you know it's Danny. So as we get started, uh, JB the Wizard, producing, filmmaking, voiceover, acting, you're part of a lot of popular series, even the popular series called Prison Break. What have you seen? And who are, what are some of your favorite roles, some of your favorite gigs? And did this somehow lead you to what you're doing today? Yeah, it's a great question, Danny. I appreciate that. Um, it definitely brought me exactly to where I am today. You know, if you when you when you break apart all of the different things, they seem as if they're different. It's really just one thing, mm. and that is part of how I actually get people into alignment, right? So, if you're listening to this, hearing my story and this journey, you, I want you to almost just think about yourself, okay? Think about yourself. So for me, my degree is pre-medical exercise physiology. I love the body. I'm fascinated with the body. When I was nine years old, I, I was in I'm German, but I was, I was in America at this time. And uh, the sun was setting and I had a remote control cars. I had two really good ones, two. And one of them had a cord. That was not the good one. And the other remote control car did not have a cable. It was wireless. And I remember the sun was setting. I was looking and I saw just uh, shadows of people walking and I was wondering, how does that work? How does that work? Because they don't have a cable, they don't have a cord. And so 
how does how does this work, right? And it was at that point I said, I have to figure that out. I need to know how the body works. And then I also knew I was going to be in television. We grew up watching Living Color. You know, I'd reenact the scenes a lot. And I knew I was going to be on telly someday. I didn't worry about either one, but those are things that I knew. So you go forward a couple of years, if you like, and I knew I wanted to learn more about the body. Well, that brought me to exercise physiology. In my sophomore year, my mother tells me there's a movie coming and it's casting. Um, and, you know, they want people from sports kind of backgrounds. And I played basketball, football, track, and that sort of thing in, in school. Mm -hmm. And so I went out to audition and I got the role. And that's a serious story in, in that one of just um, not stopping, continuing forward when things are going to try to hold you back, if you like. And that's worth bringing up a bit later. However, um, getting in that film, I then wanted to figure out what's going on with theater because I knew that film actors were kind of a little bit, they, they thought they were really great. And then theater actors thought, no, we're the real, real actors. So I said, well, I'll make the decision. Let me, let, me, let me do both. So then I did theater and I got cast in that. And then I did um, commercials and, and voiceovers and video games. And then I, and I always knew I was gonna direct. So I connected with some directors, the producer of the Godfather trilogy, and then continued to direct and then produce. As a Fortune 500 company found one of my companies, I've been an entrepreneur my whole life, so they've always been my own companies there, but they found my company and they said they wanted me to make some of the films for what they were working on. Well, I was then directing and filming the, the CEOs, the executives of this Fortune 500 company. And when it comes to acting, mm -hmm. most people think acting is pretending. Acting is not pretending. Acting is simply being real. It's being honest. No one pays money to watch someone lie on screen. No one pays for that. They're paying to watch truth happen. Every single human being on the planet, every aspect of everything just wants truth. Everything. A plant wants the real sun. It doesn't want, it can work. Photosynthesis can work with alternate lighting, but it wants the sun. It just wants truth. So what happens when I'm directing these people, all, all we're going for is to help them be authentic in that moment, to be present, to be honest, to be real with what's coming out of them. So if you look at what I do today and what I've been doing since I was a little boy, it's simply the art, if you like, of simply being authentic. That's it, which is very challenging and difficult. However, that's all it really is. So if we look at acting and we look at being an excess physiologist, we look at all of these things and degrees and cartoon network and voiceovers and then being a wizard now and then helping people get in alignment. It's literally all the same thing. There were different expressions along the way, but the foundational core of it all was one thing. And that really is setting people free, helping people to be 100% themselves I believe that when they are 100% themselves, that's when the money can flow. That's when the anxiety leaves. That's when the stress leaves. That's when all of the fears leave. The reasons we have these symptoms of anxiety and fear and hurt and sadness and all and the money blocks are because it's an expression of being out of alignment with who you actually are. So that's a long way of answering that question of how it brought me to this moment. <laughs> Well, that, this is Danny, by the way. That is fantastic. I love the story. Yeah. It, really, it, it really gives people a really good understanding of who you are and how it all works together. I love the explanation of acting and how it, it, it's not about lying. It, it, is, it is you being real 
and allowing the users and the people watching to see it to come to life. It's being present at that moment. Even when I teach uh, business leaders uh, all the time, I tell them, you need to be present. Mm. You just got to be present. There's, it's so easy to think about the end of the quarter, think about the end of the year, think about next year, think about all these different things. It's very difficult to be present. When you're with your employees, are you present? Uh, do they feel that when you're talking to them, it's authentic? As you talked about, authenticity is very important. Or do you feel like you're thinking about tomorrow? You're thinking about next week. You're thinking about the closing that long, big opportunity that you've been working on. Are you present with your employees? Are you present with your customers? Are you present right now, even with your own family? Uh, that's how they know you're real. People buy real. They don't want to buy fake, pre-baked templates that people can see you reading from the screen all the time. They want you. That's yep. what they want. If you mess up, even better. They love flaws. People love flaws because they think they're getting the real you. Right. Uh, so I, I appreciate your background. What I like to understand is, did, did you have some favorite actors that you worked with over the years? Um, did you have any favorite leaders that you spoke with, that you've coached? Uh, who were some of your favorites? Yeah, yeah. Because I know you worked with many people. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I really like, Cuba Gooding Jr. had a very big impact on me. He he was, um, for, I don't know if you guys, Cuba Gooding Jr., he was yeah. in, um, I don't know all the movies he was in, but he's, he's an actor, he was in the Jerry Maguire, and he was in... Radio. Um, and Yeah, radio, exactly. So many movies, yeah, definitely. Yeah, so he just, he's, he was so kind and so positive, and um, it, what's interesting about him is he knew he knew, I don't know how else to say this, but he was entertaining people as well. So when he would come on the set, when there's lots of people around, it was like, he knew they were excited to see him. And he was okay with that. And then he was like, hey, yeah. And he put on a little bit of a show and did some dancing before the tape, where as some other actors, I never like to mention some names, but there are some actors that were just very much not like that. And here's the thing, I'm not even criticizing that because it's, it's challenging to be present and in the moment. And so if, this, if some of the actors would give way to shaking hands, it would take them out of being present. That's and so, so therefore, that's a very, I completely understand how, that we have to do that sometimes in order to be focused for the mission we're going after. Right. At the same time, I saw that take a really like, oh my gosh, kind of a route where it caused a lot of fear in other people, like a lot. <laughs> and then this one where it caused a lot of, openness and that was cuba and um i'll tell you another one <laughs> I, I like i like uh well robert nepper is no joke but um also bob um robert wisdom he, he was in prison break he he's such also a very nice person such a nice person and, and obviously that make that means a lot to me you know when they're when they're so kind and helpful um but somebody that caught me off guard is wentworth wentworth miller i was like i was in the scene with him and in my mind, you know, I'm thinking, uh, what's the big deal? You know what I mean? Because like his face is kind of like always the same. What's the big deal? And then like I was in the scene <laughs> and he did the face, which he always does. And I was like, oh, you know, <laughs> that's the big deal. <laughs> so hard. So he, so he, he's excellent as well. And then um, somebody else came, came. Oh, oh Lou, Lou Diamond Phillips. Oh my yes, God. I love him. Oh my gosh, he you know I grew up with him with you know you know um, Young Gun. Yep, yep, yep. That's right, that's right. He was my favorite because I love Native Americans, right? So I was like, oh my gosh, and um, he you know he did La Bamba, he did some yep. other really love stuff. It. <laughs> I was like, 
You know what I mean? Mm. But he's, he's so insanely nice. We were out one night. My father was with me, and we were playing pool. And um, and my dad's serious. He's great. My dad is great as a person, but also a pool. And I believe, yeah, yeah, he, we beat him. We beat. Him. Well, I would say my father beat him. You know what I mean? <laughs> but but Lou Diamond, he's he's so nice as well. Um, he he shows up full throttle. You know, so these, those are some of, some of the people that. I haven't talked about it like this, you know, in a long time, but they're obviously bringing such smiles to my face. Yeah. Um, and since we're on the topic, if you want to hear another, I got two good acting stories. Go, go for <laughs> it. Go for it, JB. Awesome. <laughs> on this topic, you were so much talking online, which I love, but I had this audition for Disney, um, the Frog Princess. Ooh. And, you know, even to get an audition at that level is just insanely hard. You know what I mean? It's like, it's so hard. So when even the opportunity to have the opportunity to have the, it's like, <gasps> oh my gosh, right? So, so, and it was so amazing at the time too, because I had this drive, had this passion, had zero money, but people believed in me. Mm. And somehow all these people pulled together. I, I had like less than no money, like, like for real. And they, they got me a plane ticket and I flew over there and I, had, I did have a guitar because I was saving up for, I don't know, years, nickels and quarters and stuff like that. And then I ended up getting this guitar just to get that out. And I brought the guitar with me and I was going for the role of Louis the Alligator, who's a singer. In that mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And um, I showed up and I love behind the scenes anything. And I love drawings and stuff like that. And I just saw these drawings. Obviously, it wasn't released to anybody yet. But I was like, and I took photos on my um, Motorola Razor, which I don't have anymore. Mm -hmm. But um it just was such a powerful experience. And I went in and it was one of the best auditions I've ever had in my life. It was, it was remarkable. I sang perfectly. The, the accent was great. They found out I speak German. So they're like, hey, look, when we translate this into German, maybe that could work. And the casting director is the head of Disney casting. She was wonderful. So that's just a shout out to them and to Disney. But I came out from that audition. This is the best. And I've had some, <laughs> I also had some horrible, I had an audition for Steven Spielberg, um, but for, uh, I think it was Band of Brothers. That was the worst audition I ever had. But um, all of all my fault. But I walked out of this Disney audition, and I saw this house houseless person. I don't say homeless houseless, but uh, I saw this guy, and I sat with him. I had my guitar because I was just wondering what's going on. You know, like what are you thinking? Uh, how are you feeling? You know, and here I had this amazing experience because of people that really supported and believed in me, you know? And then here goes kind of like, kind of what could be perceived as a very low situation. So I sat with him for a while in, in New Orleans, in New Orleans, and he was just sharing with me some good news. He said, you know what? I said, what? And he said, today um, or this week, I'm getting an apartment. Now it wasn't a scam situation, this is for real. He said, I said, how much do you make every, because a lot of times I'm thinking, should I give them money? Should I not give them money? Right? This is back in the day. Like you always don't kind of know. So I just wanted to know. This is the same thing. Like, you know what? They say this, they say that. I'm gonna find out myself. So I'm gonna sit with this guy and interview him. And um because of because of the money he was receiving, he did end up getting an apartment complex that day. He made about $72 a day, which kind of was a lot, you know, it's more than I was making at the time. <laughs> but um uh but that was a pretty that was a that was a memory that really you know, I'm not forgetting that bad boy. <laughs> that was a big one. That's amazing. This is David. And what I love about what you've shared is how gracious you are and thankful for the people that have come across your life. And mm -hmm. you talk about 
Lou Diamond Phillips, Cuba Gooding Jr. And then you also talk about this man that was on the street. Different people impact you in different ways. And I really appreciate that about you. And that might be why, in so many ways, you've been affectionately known as the Wizard. And that's probably how I want to transition to ask you, where did that name come from? I know people ask, calls, call us different things. Hey, you, what, one of you twins. And they don't know which one they're talking to sometimes. Yeah. And so, but in our careers, we tend to develop different ideas and different names that come attached with us. And for so many people that have worked with me, they'll say, hey, Dave, you're very authentic. You're the, you know, you're the evangelist of authenticity. Or, Dave, you're very genuine. But you got attached to JB the Wizard. Where did that come from? We'll be right back after this short break. We want to thank our sponsor for today's episode, Live Love Thanks. Live Love Thanks helps purpose-driven women leaders, executives, and entrepreneurs to permanently eliminate clutter and end stress and overwhelm so they can move forward in their careers, relationships, and health. Visit LiveLoveThanks.com for impactful coaching and program professional women's. I am delighted to announce that App Meetup's customers can now benefit from the presentation and speaking training courses with our integration and partnership with DSB Leadership Group. DSB Leadership Group is committed to providing training and resources to support professionals becoming more effective communicators and increase their impact and value. And that is the reason why App Meetup and DSB Leadership Group have formed a partnership to make sure that our MSPs, which is you, can be effective and powerful speakers in the community. Thank you for listening to the Twins Talk It Up podcast. As a special thank you, we have an amazing offer for our listeners. 20% off products or services on our website. Just send us an email with the subject line podcast, and we will send you that special discount code at dsbleadershipgroup.com. And now, let's get back to the episode. Welcome back to Twins Talk It Up podcast. Because of my acting background, I thought, huh, you know, how can I take away some of the, you know, the camera and this and that and focus really on the core of what I do? And that brought me a little bit to public speaking, coaching and training. I said, you know what, I've, I've got such experience with um, performing on stages in front of thousands of people and then auditions and all these horrible, embarrassing things that I've gone through, which makes me very, very comfortable on stage and in all of these situations. Right. Um, so I started off with that and as clients begin to hire me i would ask them so great so what what about uh me made you hire me and they said you you just seem happy <laughs> it's like wait but um i'm a public speaking coach like do you want to focus on they're like no you just seem i want that i was like okay and then it happened again because i would talk about alignment when it came to speaking they were like i want alignment and i said cool so it says public speak i'm a public but you're, you're not coming to me for public speaking? They're like, no. And that kept happening. I said, I have to stop that particular like title, if you like. So I continued on. I says, okay, so alignment and um, happiness, is that a thing? And then uh, finally I was working, it was Charlie. It was Charlie Rocket, right? So he won the Grammy and, and Emmy Award and stuff like that. Great guy. I was just uh, messaging him just the other day and started working with him. And he said, he texted me and he said, what's going on? <laughs> he, said, he said, everything is opening up. It's opening up. It's like, it's exploding. My business is popping. We didn't even talk about business. We just talked about me. 
I'm deleting it. I'm deleting your name from my phone and I'm calling you the wizard. That's it. Mm. I feel like you just pop out the side of a mountain and talk to me. And at that point, I said, and he's great, you know, with with what he does. And he's got a great eye for things. Oh, my gosh. And I said, you know what? That's the most clear, confusing way to relay what it is that I do. And I stuck with that. And that is the one that people said, yeah, that makes sense. It's like, that's the one that makes sense. Okay. <laughs> so, okay. So that's how the wizard came about. And then making the choice to stick with it and have and pe- other people just started calling me that people call me the alignment guru as well, which I think is helpful. They call me the chiropractor for the soul, mm. which is cool. Um, so, but the wizard is really sticking and uh, the alignment guru seems to be taking on a thing as well. But yeah, that's how, the, that's how the name came. And any name that I go by, I really appreciate that it comes from what people are calling me as opposed to like, I'm awesome person. And then it's trying to force it on <laughs> people, you know? <laughs> so it's like, if you, if you don't, you know, you're not arguing with me. You know, people are like, I don't know about the wizard. I don't know if I could take that seriously. It's like, okay, don't. You know, but if you want your life changed, you know, what I'm like I'm not going to argue with you, you know, yeah. but that's so, where that came from. Mm-hmm. This is David, by the way, JB. What I love is your client said, look, I'm taking my phone right now. I'm changing it right here on my phone. This is who you are to me right. and who you were to him. The impact you made speaks volumes to what you're doing. I know when I started my business, DSB Leadership Group, I was thinking I'm going to be everything to everybody. We know that means you're nothing to anybody. And so when I started honing into what people say they needed from me, what they felt like helped them the most, that's when I came into my own. And Mm -hmm. so you as a coach, you as a, let's say, guide, as an expert to so many other professionals, you help them to find that alignment. I had to come to my own to where I realized this is what I was meant to do. This is what I was meant to be. I felt more free. I felt more excited. I felt more driven because I found what I wanted to do. And in your life, that's what you do, essentially, right? You help them to figure out what is it that they need to be aligned to so they can find that fulfillment. They can find that sense of joy and satisfaction. And it's kind of your way of saying, I'm going to get you in alignment to where I know this is where your true desires are. And that's why you couldn't earlier go, well, I can't get upset with the fact that they weren't clapping and they weren't being nice to this person. They were in their alignment. They were focused on what they needed to do. Am I right to assume that's kind of where you were going with that? Yeah. It's, every, everyone has their own alignment, right? And so the tricksy part with that is that when people come to me from other gurus and all of the gurus, I believe are saying the truth. I believe they're all right. Um, and I think they're all great. The issue simply is that there are steps being skipped. Mm. And because they're skipping steps, and, and again, this isn't a fault to the guru because what they went through is real. But if they, for me, I just happen to be an engineer of the soul to that regard to where it's like, here are all the steps being skipped. If we can fix, get that part into alignment, you can go back to the guru stuff and make it work, but it won't work if you don't fix all of this foundational stuff. And that's really, it It was painful because I kept seeing that that's the problem. That's the whole problem. It's like, yes, no, hustle. Yeah, no, you should, but no one else should. And attraction, law of attraction, that doesn't work. 
but yes, what you're saying, but that does not work for anybody else that way. And, you know, but it does, but you're just, you're skipping out. Like I had a person just the other day, not to me, I, it was someplace where I was, I was hearing and the person said that they manifested something. Well, what everyone in the room missed was the person's previous five minute lead up as to what the manifesting meant. He would, he did all kinds of amazing things that was not just sitting and manifesting and think, you know what I mean? It was like, he did a ton of action steps and he knows that Napoleon Hill knows that Gary Vee knows that all of them know it. But sometimes when they speak, these other people aren't hearing that. Yeah. You know, and that, and that, that was just painful because it's like these people are hurting themselves more, but don't really realize how. So that's the thing with, with everybody having their own alignment. And so when it comes to me, like, why, why should people listen to me? It's just that my focus and goal literally is just showing you who you are, not telling you. I'm just, I'm literally just a mirror. That's all I'm doing. This is what you told me. Here's what I'm hearing. What do you think? Oh my gosh, that's so, that's exactly right. You know, I've got six children. I do the same thing with all of them. They're different. They're people, you know, and I want each of them to simply be themselves. Mm. And Bruce Lee talked about this. He said, I can go yes. on stage and I can be real cool, right? I can be real cool. But to be there and be myself, that, my friend, is very hard to do. What? Bruce Lee? That's it, right? Every time he opened his mouth with some, like, philosophical wisdom. Every time he opened his mouth. <laughs> his, degree, his degree is philosophy. Yeah. don't know that. It's amazing. Yeah, martial arts was his future. Yeah. It was just his, yeah. I don't know, Trojan horse thing, but he was a philosopher, no question. Uh, this is Danny, by the way. I, I, I'm loving this conversation where it's going, and I love the fact that every single individual is unique. You talked about the mirror where the, basically I'm just telling you what you are, which you have already told me. As a sales consultant, as well as a public speaker, we, I sit down with leaders all the time I sit down with their sales team. I ask them questions. I interview them. And essentially, after that interview, I look at the business process, business flow. I look at the growth projection of the company, and I create a playbook. Essentially, it's, it's whatever they just told me. <laughs> right. Essentially, fine tune their process. We're yeah. in the stage of these steps that I fail so I can correct that little portion instead of at the end trying to figure out what, where things went wrong or where things went right. And then taking what is successful and then replicating it so you can scale quickly. And this has been some of the most interesting things because people are telling me, you're telling me the same thing I already just told you. Yes, but have you looked at it? Mm -hmm. Have you seen it? Do you understand why you do what you do or do you just do? So it was really, it's really profound for them to receive it back. And now they can manage it themselves for growth. And, mm -hmm. and I, I think about the people you help that they're telling you who they are. But sometimes by getting it out, we still don't know who we are. We need people <laughs> to help us. And then once we know who we are, mm -hmm. we can then have the confidence to move forward. There's a lot of things holding people back. And I see you helping these individuals do that. And that leads me to this next question about <clears throat> your system. You have the system that you designed, that you created called Futuring. What mm -hmm. is this process to go from being stuck to being free, from being stagnant, lacking clarity, fulfilling to really achieving your destination, your desired goals to finally get that alignment because you, you're, you're honing in on this every single time you're talking about alignment, alignment, alignment. So what is the system that you designed called Futuring? 
Right. So futuring, so it comes from a story. So I wrote this story. It came to me one day and it's called Futuring. It's the foundation of every single thing we do. Hmm. And actually, we can talk about it a bit later. My goal is that everyone, I'm creating this thing where it'll be called Futuring Fridays, where people will be able to listen and tune into this broadcast live where we, we do it, where I perform it. It takes around eight, 10 minutes. Um, the goal is 2 million people at the same time to hear this and be together. Hmm. So um, that's what we're working on. And it'll be happening in the next couple of weeks. So it'll be starting. So futuring, some people call it life design. Okay. It's living in the present with the future you design, which is why at the end of the podcast, I'll see you in the present, which is the future you design, right? right? And so that's really what futuring is. So at some point, some people ask, you know, is it astral projection? And it's no, is it this? No, is it visualization? No. It's a combination of all which you'll hear in the future that I think will really set you free, right? It talks about that. So the process of futuring is that there are a few principles that we talk about in the Alignment Alchemy book that it's kind of made up of. And it really goes into the atomic core. The atomic core, I call it that because like a submarine can go out to sea and it doesn't have to charge or gas up again. It has a nuclear reactor where it can continue to go. So we also have the same thing. And in order to access that atomic core, we have to get in alignment. Because if you look at it like a tube, if the tube is all kinked, you can't see down to the atomic core. Mm -hmm. So what we have to do is get that in alignment so that we can see that atomic core. Now, just to back up for this, so what is the system and the process of alignment? So in the same way, the spinal cord, this is an example, some people end up thinking, I'm literally talking about chiropractic, but the spinal cord, in between these vertebrae, there's a disc. If there's a lot of pressure on the disc, what some people may recommend is, yeah, go do some exercises in the, uh, the pool. Why? To alleviate some of the pressure, to alleviate some of the gravity. If we can alleviate some of the gravity, the pressure, right? Then we can realign the spine. The, the magic that happens, if you like, when I work with people is I create an environment of zero gravity. That's it. There's no judgment. There's no anything. Nothing matters. And I get this from my father. So this environment alone, somebody called me the Michelangelo the other day. I removed everything that's not him. But he said, but I, but what he said is, I'm not sitting there with a hammer going chisel, chisel, chisel. Hey, hey. I'm literally just, I don't want to say doing nothing, but doing nothing to create this environment. That's the work. And then the environment peels away everything that's not you. Now what you're left with is this pure situation, and that's where the alignment kind of begins, if you like. And then you can access and see your atomic core, the thing that's powering you in every aspect of every part of your life must be plugged into the mm -hmm. atomic core or else it will run out of energy. It runs out of energy power. We have frustration, sadness, anger, a lot of different things that come about from getting tired, if you like. And so many of my clients are tired of being tired. Wow. They're doing everything right. They're making more money than most people, less money than their peers. They know that they still have a vision that needs to come to life. And it's not happening. I can't figure out why. What's going on now? Right? So this helps them to see that atomic core and then plug everything into it. Because while it seems like in the same way with the story I shared, there are many different aspects to life. There's not. There's just one. There's just one. Everything. There's only just one. And so when we understand that, technically, we could say we're looking at it holistically because yeah. that is how we need to look at things. Business, personal life, 
And even as I separate, that's even silly again, because there is no business. It's just one thing. It's just you. So when we get that alignment, you access the atomic core, we then plug things into the atomic core. And then, um, and then actually, this is, this is the physical of, of, of the book, but we got it out on Audible and um, an ebook now to align the alchemy. But then the a really big important part is the bravery muscle. Ooh, we that's important. The bravery muscle is the muscle that we must flex to take mm. chin on. What it is that comes up and what we learn is in our alignment. It is useless. I I really I don't use the word hate that. I don't usually use the word hate. I very much dislike the word uh, phrase of knowledge is power. It's completely not. Um, action on that is the only thing that will then create power. The knowledge itself is useless. So the bravery muscle, and this is why I like to work with top CEOs, top salespeople, and celebrities, because they already have a very strong bravery muscle. So that means once we show them what they have to do, they tend to be pretty good at putting that into action. You know, otherwise it's like literally throwing gold in front of something and they're like, hey, that's cool. And they wipe their nose with it. So that's the bravery muscle part. And then another aspect of it is um, uh, the circadian schedule, Mm. which is something that I created based off of the, the idea of a circadian rhythm, that we all have this rhythm. But each person has their own rhythm. And a circadian schedule is um, basically taking action with the bravery muscle on what's in, what is in your alignment that's plugged into your atomic core at the time where you are most predisposed to be successful on that action. It's all of this combination that makes it the alchemy, which is why it's called alignment alchemy. That's It's this combination. Any one of them alone does not work. It must be put together. Just like baking a bread, and you're like, well, I don't need flour. You're gonna have a different thing at the end of the day. You gotta put them together and bake them at the right temperature. Mm-hmm. So uh, the circadian schedule is that. So waking up, wake up at four thirty, and maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Like what, whatever your circadian schedule is. Mm-hmm. Hit the phone calls. You know, make do the phone calls. Send the emails. Do this. Okay, but there's a time when you should be doing that. Mm-hmm. We, there's a time, otherwise you get tired. And then if you get tired, you give up. If you give up, you can't win. And the person who does not get tired is going to end up winning. It's winning. not you winning, winning with themselves. Yep. And then the last aspect is featuring itself, which is um, really being in the present with the future that you design. And that's what we call in Hebrew, we call it which means like shortening the way, which brings that thing that is at this distance, that distance. So when people work with me, what maybe would have never occurred because it could have taken 30 or 40 or 50 years gets shorter. And then some things that they're in a good spot could take like 10, 15 years. We want to get that to three, two, one, you know, and at least set them up so that it's not that they, I don't want to say need me because I'm not looking, we don't want dependency on me. We want them to understand how this works so that they can go and put it into action. So that's the process. That's the system. It's, it's called Futuring. And, um, you know, if you go to our website, we, we accept people now into this group to do that. I don't, I haven't, I don't really take on one-on-one clients anymore, except for a really extenuating circumstance, I suppose, but um, just because of efficiency, but, but, but the group is powerful. We have people going through it now. Well, I appreciate that, JB. This is David. And I love how we are continuing this focus on being present we're talking about how to have the right outlook 
And you've already started to mention your book, Alignment Alchemy. And, and by the way, I do want everybody to go on right now to Amazon, pick up that book. If you don't want to get the book and read it, it's on Audible. And we want to understand those five ingredients yes. that if we act upon that, it's going to help us to create not just this sense of alignment. We're going to have this sense of freedom. We're going to be happy. We're going to feel a sense of control. And I think in so much of what we do today, especially in our climate here, we feel like we've got to have this microwave answer. We got to have this instant reaction. I got with you for one session, JB. I've got to have it fixed right now. But in the coaching world, if you really are a true coach and you understand that you want the best for your clients, you're going to be patient and you're going to learn to get the best out of them. You're going to draw out what they may not see. I had one client who mentioned to me that in working together, what came out of him was how he saw himself when he was that little child. This was probably one of the most fit 50-year-old men I've ever worked with, JB. He, he was a CrossFit uh, athlete, I guess. And I was like, man, when I'm 50, I want to look that good. <laughs> right, right. And, he said, Dave, but every time I get in that environment where I feel like I've got to present my company, I feel like I'm looking at myself like I'm 12 years old yeah. when someone told me no and I felt rejected. And we had to learn to unravel all that. And he said it got to a point where he felt like he trusted me enough to show the real him. So how much of the patience do we need to have as a coach or do you need to have as a coach when you're talking about the power of listening? When you talk about the power uncovering and, and, and people could take for granted that that's really what we do as coaches. We're right. trying to listen for what's really going on, listening beyond the silence, listening to the, the strings of their heart and saying, this is how we're going to pull this out. JB, can you speak to that a little bit, maybe to how they could take that book or take the audible or take really a participating in your Friday evening events to say, here's how I can learn to listen or be listened to. So that I can get into alignment with where I want to go. Yeah, listening is everything, everything. It's actually the next book I'm working on uh, because people don't know how to listen. And if, at the end of the day, all I really, I'm very, very, very good at listening. And so one of the things, so what does that mean? So one of the things we say, you know, say to my family is we say, uh, we listen with our eyes, not our ears. Mm, I love and, that. Right? And this is, a, this is, this is what we listen with. So What's, what's interesting about that is we, we want to listen with every part of our body. This is Kung Fu. When we punch, right? When we punch, we don't just punch with the tricep. We don't just punch even with the peg. As it, with the Shaolin Kung Fu, your entire, you start with the feet and the entire body, bow, comes in for a hit at, the, at, the, at this part. So this is what's happening with listening. Every aspect of who you are is listening. And the tricksy thing is words are very clumsy. Words are very clumsy. So um, it's not that people are intentionally lying, but they are. And that's not even something to criticize. It doesn't matter. It's just what's happening because we're protecting ourselves. That's it. And so what we want to do, like you're saying, is listening to what they're really saying. What's, what's actually going on? And so that is something that, when you do this, listening is crazy for you. You want more money? Listen. You want a better relationship? Listen. You want to parent better? Listen. You want to create better? You want to lead better? Listening. It's just listening. And when you do this well, it is so shocking to people because no one is doing it. And this is very sad, but no one is doing it. So when you do it, it's like, the person can then just breathe. Oh my gosh, you're actually listening to me? Mm. This is really happening? 
It's a very special moment. And then physiologically and psychologically, Harvard did studies on this and so did some universities in Southern California, the person being able to articulate this themselves in this environment helps them. It's not just 40%, more like that's a different stat, but this is what enables, this is what begins, um, it's called neural resonance. There's a neural resonance that happens where the brain waves begin to actually vibrate at the same, same wavelength. So this is a very important process that helps the people unlock. It's not just the woo-woo-woo, heebie-jeebie, lights and incense stuff. No offense to any of that, but it's not that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a blend of these things. So um, that's the power of listening. And then there is an aspect to, let's say, listening to yourself, if you like. And that's tricksy. But... What's happening here is there's only one message. There's just one message for everything. And to be able to access that one message is where I spend you know, 99.9% of my time, effort, every, everything. It's just accessing that one message. And then relaying it to people who maybe, technically speaking, if, when somebody engages with me, they may not want to or be able to do, let's say want to, if I don't want to do the things that's required to connect to that one message, therefore I'll do that dirty work and then relay that to them, <laughs> right? To then connect them. But that's all that's happening. There's only one message, so we all have access to it. And so when you hear that message, and so one of the questions is how do you hear that message? You want to quiet the noise. You want to quiet the noise. So where's the noise coming from? So there are a few entrances to you. Um, so major ones are these two here, and then you've got these two notes here. This is one entrance, and then we've got these things going in. Okay, we, these are the entrances to, to you. So these are some things that we want to um, be careful with. They can even go further with, with entrances because it's all the same one topic. Whatever's going into you, you want to be aware of it, and it needs to be intentional. Nice. Okay. And so when it comes to the concept, if you like, of like social media fast, super not into that at all. I think that's trash. I very much don't like social media at all. I don't like to go on it. I don't go on it. You know, however, I have a team that gets my content out so that I don't have to go on to it because there's a lot of noise. Right. So, um, however, if we understand how to engage with this tool, then we can use the tool for our purpose. And when, when I say our purpose, it means the purpose that you are here to, to bring, the reason why you're on this planet. So now when you go on social media to relay the information that's been given to you because you're in alignment, because you're tapping to your time before, because you're bringing your future into your present right now, and you're flexing your bravery muscle, that is what, it's not just your responsibility, but that is why, that's the gift that you can then share with other people. And as you go in to share this gift, you want to be careful with the noise, right? So that you can share it without wanting to compare and judge about which is normal to happen. That's not, it's not like that's something critical either. Oh, you know, I know I need to work on how I, you know, criticize myself. There's nothing we need to work on. That's what we do. You want to work on the environment and protecting yourself from the noise. So that's how you can better listen to yourself. Because what I, what I always say is, I don't tell you anything. There's nothing new that I'm saying anywhere at all. I just say it in a way that kind of can resonate, but there's nothing new. Secondly, I don't tell you anything. You have all the answers. Yeah. Just give me access to yourself. That's it. We'll be right back after this short break.
We want to thank our sponsor for today's episode, Paul Jackowitz of pauljackowitz.com. For all your website design and management needs, visit Paul Jackowitz. That's Paul, J-A-C-K-I-E-W-I-C-Z.com. Thank you for checking out the DSB Leadership Speaking Podcast. If you are enjoying the program and are learning something along with us, please consider becoming a supporting member through our Patreon page at patreon.com slash twins talk it up. Also, consider leaving a five-star rating on Apple and comment on our other platforms, including YouTube. If you'd like to learn more and get more information, we would like you to become a guest on our future episode. Send us a message via our website at www.dsbleadershipgroup.com. Thank you for listening to the Twins Talk It Up podcast. As a special thank you, we have an amazing offer for our listeners for a free consultation over the next two weeks. Visit our website and schedule your free 30-minute consultation. And now, let's get back to the episode. Welcome back to Twins Talk It Up podcast. JB, this is David. I'm going to tell you, there's some incredible nuggets, man. Some incredible nuggets you shared there. Lots of I, I mean, it's, I, I gotta, I gotta unpack this with a little bit because I remember when I was in college, we, we, I had a philosophy class and the teacher and I got into this dialogue in front of the class uh, about Descartes. He's a French uh, 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 philosopher. We talked about elemental truths, and at that time I was just starting into the ministry as a minister, and I thought about what if there's one truth, and we just need to get in alignment with the one truth, and mm-hmm. we try to make. We try to make reason of all these things. That's why we try to attach to all these other things, but the reality but there's one truth. So I, I'm just like feeling like I got to get you back on just to have a talk about that. <laughs> the, the, the other thing I, I want to really, really ask, and there's so much there, man, just uh, we got to strengthen the courage muscle. I mean, I'm, I'm telling you, man, that, that, that muscle has got to get there. And the reason why working with these CEOs, these high driven leaders, mm-hmm. that's not the challenge for them. And I love how you're able to say, look, look, I don't have to challenge you to be courageous. I don't have to challenge you. Once I get you to see the truth of what you want, that's not going to be the challenge. And I love that. The the thing I do want to ask you, though, JB, is what helps you to stay grounded? For for our listeners out there, I already encourage you to go buy his book. If Mm. you're listening right now and you have not subscribed to the Twins Talking Mm -hmm. About Podcast, please go ahead and subscribe. Go ahead and start downloading. We want to see your support because your support brings us incredible guests like JB. So JB, the question I want to ask you is what helps you to stay grounded? You and I spoke before about your family. We talk about your, your faith. We talk about your, the activities you get involved with. And, and I don't want to put it all out there, but, but what keeps you grounded? What helps you to stay focused on where you want to go, what you continue to be for the people that you're coaching and you're leading? I was going to say skateboarding. Um, (laughs) you know because i I just think about what happens when you hit that ground it it hurts so much you know it's a straight concrete and it's um but we all skate together you know like i said we've got there's eight of us you know it's just uh my wife and our six children myself and we all skate and and listen the sixth one she's three months old and Mm. she was just like 12 hours old i brought her right she's board right here we brought it right outside and i put her on a skateboard so she was like fresh on there 16 hours fresh right but um there's a there's a very very powerful concept to to future what drives every aspect of everything 
And it, it's interesting because it comes back down to, um, I don't know how else to say this except for it's for other people. That sounds weird because this is one of the things we can't skip steps. Oh. I notice a lot of, this happens a lot with the religious people is they'll skip the steps and they'll think that they just need to be good and do for other people. That's not what I'm saying at all. Don't do that. Fill your own cup. And from the overflow, you can help others. You must fill your own cup. Money is good. You want plenty of it. Okay. So that's not what I'm saying. What I am saying is that when you, when you can understand that the actions you're taking, uh, how they impact other people, that's a powerful place to be. So for example, um, if uh, so even this, this is part of wizard wear. It's a new clothing line we're coming out with over here at Future. Yeah, this is a big deal. This is custom right here. This is the first piece that's been uh, uh, released. It's called wizard wear. We're, we're getting more out there. And right now it's um, wizard wear hot house. So, so like the fashion house. But when it comes to that, like the reason I'm wearing this is not just for me. Okay. The energy of what, we put into this affects how I think, how I feel. Yeah. The reason it's important that I pay attention to how I think and how I feel is it enables me to stay connected to the message, which enables me to hear clearly, which enables me to share that message with people who are asking me for my help, which enables them to get the message, which enables them to behave in a certain way, which then affects other people. So now all of a sudden this hoodie this shirt is not about looking cool, being cool, doing a fashion brand or anything like that. Yeah. The way I eat, the way I sleep, the way I drink, any of the, all of these things are for the singular purpose of freedom mm. for the world, for myself. That's it. So the reason I have this computer, and when we understand the car that I drive, there's a, and this is, this is the tricky part to alignment. Every part of everything must be alignment. Yeah. This plant here is intentional. This plant's intentional. This globe right here on my, my desk is intentional. Uh, everything is intentional. And you know what's crazy? Once an alignment kind of moves a little bit, which I talk about in the book, that you want to be on the back of a Tyrannosaurus Rex's neck. That's where you want to be. You don't want to be hiding in the house because if you're hiding in the house, you hear the, and you don't know if the next step of Tyrannosaurus Rex is going to crush your house. But when you're on the T-Rex's neck, it's safer and terrifying at the same time. So even, you know, I had this very nice wooden, wooden desk over there. And I was like, oh, man, I knew it no longer belonged in here. And that was bothersome because I didn't want to have to redesign. I liked the desk, but I knew it was finished. And so... You had to flex the bravery muscle, which is comfortable in the uncomfortable, and we had to remove the table. But again, and the reason for the table is simply to be consistent and in alignment with uh, myself, my physiology, my purpose, my message, right? So it's really challenging. However, when you understand and you flex your bravery muscle for that purpose, filling up your own cup. Listen, I like this color. You know what I mean? I like bonds. I like the plant. If I didn't like the plant, like it's feeding me too. Sure. But we go further down the line to have other reasons for it, you know? 
Um, and that will constantly keep you from, it's not bad to think about yourself because the selfishness helps you to stay uh, alive as well. You have to have that. But that is the thing that um, drives all of our activity. And, uh, you know, you know, I love my family a ton, like, but we're all one as well. And my daughter was on my, my nine-year-old daughter, a couple now, but she was on the podcast the other day. And it was like, I grew up, you know, my father was American military and I kind of didn't know what he did. Like, I was like, but what are you, and he was an artillery and I was like, right, but what do you do every day? Like, I didn't fully get it, right? And then my children, they were talking just the other day, we were on a call with my, my uh, sister and she was asking a question of some sort. My sister knows what I do too, but my kids just said, they just answered it. He gets people in alignment when they're stuck. And they just went through all of my, and I was just like, oh my gosh, wow. It was such a big deal, you know? So um, they, they're a big everything to me. Hashem, you know, God is, uh, alignment is my wife is remarkable, remarkable. Let me say that 10 more times. <laughs> that's, Especially this weekend, yeah. That's true. That's true too. And it's not like I'm like I'm not like that guy that's like scared of my wife, you know what I mean? So it's like, oh no, she's great and I really respect her because I could never do but she that's stupid talk. She's just actually remarkable. <laughs> it's, you know, it's not just like filling up steam. She's actually beyond remarkable. So her, um, and yeah, that thing that we we're all we're all in this mission together. So that's that's I think part of the grounding. Hey, um, real quick, this is Danny. What what uh year were you in Germany? We lived in Germany for three years as well. I'm just curious if we overlapped or each other when we were in Germany. Yeah, yeah. Um, it should have been 83. So, so it, I, I left there in 1980, I think, seven or 1988. Yeah, we overlapped. We were there at that time, too. Frankfurt. Yeah. We were yeah. in Frankfurt. That's, that's where we were. That's yeah, it. Our father uh, was... Uh, Ramstein. Stan, Stan, oh, Stan. there you go. Yeah. Oberusso, Dave. Oberusso. Oberusso, okay. Yeah, Oberusso. We, were, we were in Nuremberg first. Yeah. Yeah, we Dave and I we played we played soccer out there, and we were we were playing on the circuit there for kids our age. We played against Nuremberg, Munich, Wiesbaden, all these different cities and other kids. And we talk about competitive sports. <laughs> uh, people in America they think, oh yeah, football is like all all this and all that. Go over the go over to Europe. Go to Germany. Yeah, it's, it's, football is all that. But that's right. Oh, here in the That's US. right. So, yeah, <laughs> definitely, definitely. Uh, we we definitely have to catch up again because of that. Um, this is Danny McToyne talking up. We want to just thank JB the Wizard for joining us today. There's so much more we want to get from him, and we're going to have to bring him back again. But until we bring him back again, you guys can get a glimpse of him through his books and also his future collaboration, his other book coming out, the listing book as well. So there are so many ways you can follow him today. So follow him on LinkedIn. Follow him on Instagram. Follow him on Facebook with his handle, JB the Wizard. And if you're on Twitter, as the Wizard is real. We want to thank everybody. We want to thank JB the Wizard for being our very special guest today. Thank you. Thank you. Let's talk about podcast. We appreciate you. We thank you so very much for just giving us so much about being present, authentic, the futuristic business, the futuristic plan about just showing you who we are and what we are and taking the mirror and giving it right back to us and then making sure we just flex that bravery muscle. We really appreciate you. Thank you so very much. Everybody have a fantastic day.
Thank you, JB. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Twins Talk It Up podcast. Please subscribe and follow us on Instagram at DSB Leadership and visit us online at dsbleadershipgroup.com to learn more about our workshops and trainings. We will see you on the next episode of the Twins Talk It Up podcast.